Welcome to 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo, where I help passionate entrepreneurs condense an hour of business research into 22 minutes of powerful conversations filled with knowledge, stories, and advice to help you achieve your one-year goal in 90 days. From national stages to your earbuds, I'm here to tell you that it's possible to have a profitable and sustainable business without the fear of overwhelm and uncertainty that comes with being an entrepreneur. It's all mojo and none of the fluff. It's time to get motivated in 22 minutes. Welcome back to this week's episode of 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo. And this is our brand performance podcast. Now, today, our special guest is Michael Zapruski. Now, I'm probably saying it wrong, and I'm going to have Michael say that for himself, but he's the author of Act Now. We want people to take action. So you already know you're in immediate alignment with this episode because we all want to take action. He's the CEO of Consulting Success, and I'm really excited. He's helped over 450 consultants from around the world in over 75 industries add six and seven figures to their annual revenues. So he is one of the world's top authorities in growing and consulting businesses. So as you know, we're having these in-depth conversations with millionaires. And so, Michael, thank you so much for your time and um, welcome to the episode. Thanks so much for having me, Marlo. Absolutely. Okay. So let's step into that. I bring in the tone that, you know, we're trying to help entrepreneurs maybe hit that first seven figure mark through your experience. What would you say are some of the, the intimacies or some of the directions that you would advise as people are trying to make that a reality? Less is more. You know, I think a lot of people have this belief that in order to hit seven figures or whatever um, your goal is, you know, in order to achieve more, you need to to add more, more services, you know, more, more offerings, more ideas, more technology. I've observed that's uh, in fact the, the exact opposite, that if you want to create a meaningful business, if you want to uh, get from six figures to seven figures and beyond, you don't need, in fact, uh, having more services and more offerings will slow you down uh, because it's more complexity, right? You're, you need more infrastructure, more messaging, Uh, It's just a lot more going on. And what I've observed in our own business, as well as uh, hundreds of others that we've worked with, is in order to hit that seven-figure level, uh, you only, in most cases, need two or three different offerings. In some cases, you can do it with one or, you know, or slightly more, but it's kind of between one to three offerings. So you don't need a lot of complexity. The key thing is really focusing on how to dial uh, what you have in. And this goes back to, if you look at kind of the science uh, around the 80-20 principle, uh, the Pareto kind of principle, right? It's, it's really getting clear on what drives the greatest results uh, and then mastering that and making that better and better so that you can see the, the highest level of, of profits and, and impact in anything that you're doing. Excellent. Okay. So here we go. So when you're talking about, you know, that 80-20, how do people take that space? So say they're, you know, a, a bigger brand to have too many moving parts. Sure. What is your recommendation to get them into that 80-20 space and to really niche down? Yeah, so the first would be taking an inventory, uh, and this can you can have different segments of this, right? So one inventory would be looking at your clients and figuring out which clients are the most profitable, uh, which clients do you enjoy working with the most, which clients can you help to see the greatest level of results. Then the next level would be to look at your actual service offerings or product offerings and apply the same kind of analysis to it to identify which service offerings are the ones that are actually the most profitable. Do you enjoy the most? Can you uh, you know, create the best results. And so you, you kind of work through every aspect of your business, applying the same thought process. And so it's not about what do I need to do necessarily more of right away. It's what can you remove, right? There's the waste. 
and, and get rid of that first. Then once you've done that, it's like you have a weight off your shoulders, right? That, that baggage is now gone. And then you can figure, okay, uh, this is working well. What do you need to do? Do more of it. And so this is a big mistake that I see a lot of entrepreneurs make is they find something that seems to work for them, but it may not be getting the best results yet. And they go, okay, this is working for me. What else can I do? Like what, what could I do that would be maybe different and better than what I'm currently doing to help me to see better results? But in fact, what I've found over the years is when you find something that works, don't try and look for something else. Uh, lean into what is working for you and do more of it rather than trying to look for that next shiny object. Okay, so Michael, you have a common denominator, whether you realize this or not. But whether you were talking about inventory or service, you said it comes to three things. It comes to profit, it comes to enjoy, and it comes to result. So immediately, those three things are just kind of oozing out of you. And so that's, that's kind of the tone, you know, focus on the profits, focus on what you enjoy. And then what are those results that, that you enjoy receiving? So as I circle that back around, how are you uh, aligning to that? I see this for us over the years and also with many of our clients that profit or mon the monetary side of business, uh, while it's a factor, it's something that you think about and should think about because it's a business, it's not a nonprofit, but impact is a lot more important. So when we think about results, right, there's results in terms of, yeah, we helped a client to increase their sales or to, to increase their efficiency or to reduce their employee turnover or whatever it might be, but it's also just the impact that you're having on, on people. We run a family business. My cousin Sam is my business partner. Everything that we do, we think about it as a family, as long-term relationships. But of course, we're, we're not just looking to grow top-line revenue, which is, again, is another thing when you think about having a seven-figure business or whatever you want, want to call it uh, that many people kind of talk about these days. Uh, it's not just about that top-line number. It's, you know, what are you actually taking home at the end of the day? Unless you're thinking about selling your business, uh, don't focus just on making more money for the sake of making more money. Think about what are you actually keeping? What is your actual profit at the end of the day? How much fun are you having doing it? Because life is too short to be spending time doing things that you don't enjoy. Um, and then making an impact that you feel good about. And for us, um, and I think for many consultants, it's you know, the, when you create a result for a client and your client feels good about that, um, or that, that impact extends into the community or whoever they are serving, uh, that really is gratification. That's fulfillment. And uh, I think that's what we're seeking every day. Okay. So one of the areas that I know that you're spectacular in is the exit plan, right? Valuing a company, if you are looking as a consultant to sell your business, let's have that conversation because I don't think that that is one that is held often. And uh, so give us your insight into that. Yeah, I'm by no means an expert in, in valuing or exiting from a consulting business. I have sold a couple of businesses over the years, uh, both not consulting businesses. However, uh, I've started and, and ran many consulting businesses. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I study um, business, I, I study and I'm an active investor. So I do understand some things about valuation and about metrics. But I think, you know, the, the big thing for consultants to think about is you, there's a lot of value in working towards or putting the right systems in place that help you to run your business more effectively, but also help you for a potential exit down the road. And so even if you're not thinking that you're ever going to sell your business, uh, there are systems and processes. There's essentially uh, removing the, the reliance on you as a sole you know, person who's doing everything in the business and uh, putting the right people or technologies around you. Uh, not only will that make your life better, even though it's an area that a lot of entrepreneurs and consultants hesitate around, you know, to, to kind of build a team or, or so forth. I think it's only for quote unquote bigger companies. So I think it actually brings a lot more enjoyment to you because you're buying back your time uh, through that investment, but you're also making your business significantly more valuable to a potential acquirer down the road. The other big thing, and this is across industries, not just in the consulting world, but recurring revenue. 
uh, is very, very uh, important, or I would say uh, it adds significant uh, value to your business. And so if you're looking at what kind of multiple you might receive, if you're, let's say, an independent solo consultant and you're doing everything and you want to go sell your business, good luck. Like it's very unlikely that you're going to be able to do that because you are everything. But if you've built a team around you and the team members are doing a lot of the work and you know you might be overseeing it, now, now you might be able to, to find a, a multiple of one, two, depending. But if you have recurring revenue in your business uh, and you have, uh, again, you know, repeat business and you're expanding within those clients, and you have great systems and great processes, then you could be looking at a significantly higher multiple because uh, at the end of the day, really what you see from an acquirer's perspective is there's less risk. If you're doing everything yourself, then that's a lot more risk for them when they come to purchase. But if you can remove yourself and the business is still running quite smoothly, that gives the acquirer a lot more confidence to be able to come in to acquire your business, uh, work on it, add value, and not worry about uh, losing the value that you personally are contributing as the, the owner. Right. As consultants are building assets, right, building programs and lead generation, all of those things, how does that play into the exit plan? So when you're looking at valuation, when you're looking at the full package, talk about the assets that, you know, the approach to building an asset. Give us your vantage point on that. Yeah, I mean, one of the greatest assets that I think is underappreciated by a lot of people is your list. So building a list of people, and this could be like an email list, this could be a list of um, of clients and, and customers and so forth. But there's a lot that you can do with that. And so I would just recommend to everyone listening or consuming this that, you know, start building a list as quickly as you can, even if you don't think you need it. Uh, even if it grows very slowly over time, it will become a, a very great asset. Even if you never sell your business, having the ability to send a couple of emails and, and right away have people raise their hand who want to work with you or, or buy something uh, is, is very powerful. Uh, and then there's the, all the other assets inside of the business, like your intellectual property, which might be things like a podcast or books or um, you know, methodologies that, that you've developed, but all these things can, can add value and depending what they are. If you, for example, create some kind of a scoring mechanism or a survey or, you know, something that, uh, that really does create value that, that could potentially be a very valuable asset down the road. Absolutely. Okay. And you also go on to write the book act now, give us some insight into that book and, um, what are some of the nuggets that we want to know about? Sure. So I wrote act now, uh, in April of 2020. Uh, so March, right, everyone was was feeling the real panic and fear with COVID. Uh, and it was early one morning in March, I was sitting in a, a sofa in my house, uh, and just kind of reflecting on what was going on in the world. And I wrote a letter to our clients, uh, which I sent out later that day. Uh, and the feedback was was just, it was fantastic. I mean, people really appreciated that, that letter. Uh, and I think it gave them a bit more confidence, a bit more clarity as to how to navigate what was going on in the world. Many actually said, hey, can I kind of repurpose this and send it to my clients, which of course I said yes to because I wrote it to help people. Uh, and based on that response, I then posted a, a similar letter to LinkedIn, also got a very strong response. And I thought to myself, you know, this is, this is meant to help people. Why not go deeper into this topic and why not um, explore it, not just only from my perspective or my opinion, but let me actually go out and see what other successful entrepreneurs, consultants uh, are, are doing. How are they handling the situation? What are they doing in their business with their clients? So on. And so that's what I did. I reached out to six uh, experts that I, that I know, people like uh, Perry Marshall and Jill Conrath and uh, Reed McGrath and a bunch of others who, who shared with me what they were doing in their businesses. And what was very interesting, Marlo, is that you know, it, the, con the feedback uh, was very consistent. Uh, and so that is really what the book Act Now, How Successful Consultants Thrive During Chaos and Uncertainty 
uh, it covers, you know, number one, it's getting very clear on your runway and doing what you can to create a longer runway to uh, kind of optimize your cash flow, right? So that you can stand to kind of like live another day, right? And just being lean and profitable within your business, which uh, is a good exercise for people to do at any time. The second thing is really about leveraging the relationships that, that you have, right? So often people wait until it's like too late to try and uh, access a relationship. Uh, but that time, and, and even still now, reaching out to your current clients, past clients, and just being a source of value without expectation, without, so I remember there was many Saturday mornings, I'd be walking around my neighborhood, calling clients all around the world, uh, out of the blue, I didn't prepare, we didn't schedule it, it's called, hey, how are you doing? How are you, you know, how's your family, kids, just every, like, and they were, everyone was very appreciative of that. And I wasn't calling to, to, to upsell something or to make a different offer, it was truly caring about them. And then the third part of the book covers specific tactics and actions uh, and mindsets when it comes to planting seeds. So doing things now that may not necessarily give you an instant result, but really doing things that will position you for a stronger uh, future, like developing content, you know, webinars, articles, books. Uh, so really it's about not only what you can do now, but what can you do now that will benefit you in the future? And what many people have seen as they've started to implement what is taught in that book and just these overall practices is not only did it actually help them now, it's setting them up stronger for for the future as well. Just a final note on this book, uh, Marlo, which is even though it was written during the time of COVID for, for COVID, it really is meant to be for any time of chaos. So anytime you feel like, whoa, there's just a lot going on, there's too much, I'm not sure what to focus on. I want people to be able to come back to the book, Act Now, uh, and just read through it. It's not a long book and, and apply some very actionable mindsets and, um, and kind of strategies uh, to, to move forward. Oh, I think it's phenomenal. And like you said, you know, yes, you, you wrote it for COVID, but there's always going to be chaos, right? And as consultants in this industry that we're in, it, you know, it's unique. I know one of the things that our team did, we took our entire client roster and we put everybody in the room together because we need a community when COVID hit instead of being out on these like branches and these like solo islands which is a way that we serve top shelf, right? We took everybody and we, were, we brought the community together and that has turned into another value asset for our, for our people and our tribe. So I totally get what you're saying with that. Okay, so give us some insight. Like, so we're coming to the close of this episode. I'm a consultant, you know, and we're listening to this and they, and they want to take an action. Can you give us something that you would really purposely guide them to do over the next 30 days? What would that be in your advice? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a big question because it really depends on the person's situation. And that's, I think, you know, you often hear these days, people will talk about, like, especially online, this is the best fill in the blank, right? Like it's the best method, the best technology. But, but And my real belief is there is no best. It, it depends on what is your goal in, in life. And so if somebody's coming in and listening and they already have a strong business, uh, this, the recommendation for them may be different than somebody who is earlier stage. What I can say is that I think one thing that holds a lot of people back is this kind of uh, idea of perfectionism and wanting things to be just right. Uh, and so I, regardless of what stage you're at in your consulting business, uh, I would take more action. And you know, most often those, those actions lead to the same thing or the same goal, which is to have a conversation with an ideal client. Very little business is done in the consulting world without having a conversation, yet so often people spend a lot of time doing things that, that don't actually lead you to having a conversation. So uh, pick up the phone, send an email, send a text message, invite your ideal clients, past clients, current clients to a webinar, to some sort of event. Uh, think about how you can provide value. 
and do that consistently. You know, it's not about writing one article or, uh, or putting up one video. It's about doing these things over and over and over again and finding ways to be visible and valuable to your ideal clients. And the more that you do that, even though you may not see that your business will start booming right away, uh, it's like when you plant seeds, right? You know, if in agriculture, you don't plant a, a tomato uh, seed and then have tomatoes the next day, right? It's going to take a, a period of time. But if you water them and you take care of them and there's some good sunlight, you know, they're getting what they need, uh, then it will give you a bountiful crop. And I think so often these days people are looking for instant gratification. And when they try something and it doesn't work the way they want right away, they jump to the next and they're not making any progress because they're treading water. Uh, but if you truly identify what's going to move the needle, again, think about what is going to get you in front of your ideal clients in the most direct way. And then think about how you can continue to be visible and valuable to them. So it's not about selling. It's about how can you offer the right advice, the right ideas? How can you help the, you know, your, your ideal clients and the community that you want to serve see around the corners before they're actually there? That's when they truly value you and look at you not as a not as a quote unquote freelancer or a commodity or just another consultant, you become a, an advisor to them. Uh, and that's you know, really when, when your business can take off. Michael, I absolutely love this because you've taken the complex and you've made it so simple. And your message is just, you know, that consistency, continue to show up, don't give up. As entrepreneurs, I think that is a necessary evil. We're, we're impatient, right? We want to see results, but, um, but it's that consistent action that over time that's going to get you there. Okay. So where can we find you? What's a website and how can we connect? Sure. So consultingsuccess.com is home to pretty much uh, everything. You can find me also on LinkedIn. Uh, let me know that you uh, kind of found me through Marlo's show here. Always good to know where people are coming from with a nice little uh, message. And if anyone wants a, a free copy of Act Now, uh, you're welcome to go to consultingsuccess.com forward slash Act Now, and that will uh, get you to the right place to get a, a free digital version. Of course, if you want Audible or print versions, go to Amazon um, for, for that. Uh, but yeah, if you want a free copy, you're welcome to go there to, uh, to get it. And we'll put the link in the show notes as well. So this is fantastic. And also you can learn more about Michael by visiting our website, MarloHiggins.com, where you can add Michael to your circle of influence, connect to his resources and purchase his book. Michael, again, thank you so much for being on this episode. A real pleasure, Marlo. Thanks for having me. If you enjoyed this episode and it left you feeling inspired, you can share your biggest takeaway in our Perform and Get Paid community Facebook page. This is where we will engage and interact. This is Marlo Higgins, your host and Chief Inspirational Officer. Have an awesome rest of your day. Did you enjoy this podcast? If so, subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends. As your Chief Inspirational Officer, I coach passionate entrepreneurs like you to achieve complete confidence and clarity to reach your one-year goal in 90 days. Learn how you can get more done in less time with my number one proven formula for consistency and clarity. Simply go to go.marlohiggins.com to download. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you next week on 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlo.